Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. We only have special guests. And today, when do you ever meet somebody who was on Shark Tank? Survivor. Welcome, Shauna. We have so much to unpack. So much, Suzanne. It's so lovely to meet you. I am a entrepreneur. I'm a dreamer, but I'm also an action taker. I believe that we can all shift and change the world in whatever way we imagine. That's what I'm trying to do. And I love to have a lot of fun. I do fun. It's exciting, but it's impactful. I'm so grateful to be here speaking to you about it. Let's just Read a little bit more from your fantastic resume. CEO, Thursdays, lingerie and swimwear. But appearances on Survivor and Shark Tank South Africa. Let's tell the story. I was on a webinar and there was a Shauna McDonald on it. And I thought like, oh, she has an interesting story. Let's connect with her. I went on LinkedIn, put in Shauna McDonald South Africa and you popped up. And the other one didn't pop up. So now... I know her. I've met her. And it's so interesting because she's the only other Shona I've ever met. But before I met her, every now and then there would be a situation where somebody would confuse us for each other because of the name. And the first time it happened, one of the first times I was flying to Cape Town, couldn't find my ticket for my flight. I phoned the airline that I thought I booked with and I was like, can you just remind me of what time I'm flying on this day? And they're like, oh, no, we can't find your ticket. Okay, that's strange. Can you look maybe around that time? And they're like, oh, you're flying today. I'm not I'm not flying today, definitely not. They said, no, your flight is now. I said, oh, and this is your email. And I said, oh, no, that's not me. And at this stage, it, it was a couple of years ago, I was like, that's the famous Shona McDonald. Because I've seen her on TV. She had won the Entrepreneur of the Year. Shona, <laughs> that's amazing. I want to be like that one day. I found her really inspiring. I thought, mm-hmm. oh. And and they're like, oh, aren't you famous? Not yet. <laughs> and the second time we were confused for each other, I went to the UK. I reached out to the ambassador for South Africa in the UK. And I asked him, I want to do some business in the UK. Please, can you send this introduction letter to the lingerie brand in the UK, introducing me, saying I'm an entrepreneur from South Africa and you would like us to meet? Because I knew me cold calling them was only going to go so far. Anyways, then I got an email from Shona because we had met, she's got a, like a co-working space in Cape Town. So I had known about her also from that space when I moved to Cape Town and I spoke there at their birthday. So I met her there and she emailed me, Shona, I keep getting these emails from the ambassador from the UK for you <laughs> telling me about France. <laughs> Obviously he was confused as well because she was also working with him and dealing with him for work in the UK. So crazy. This is funny because my name, Suzanne Mueller, is kind of like John Smith in the English-speaking world. 
And I know maybe five or six with the same name, but obviously nobody's as famous as your story. This is very cool. Wow. That's quite cool. I like it. <laughs> and I it's like that bit... she's an awesome person as well. She, she makes wheelchairs. And she's really, really inspiring. Tell her I would like to have her on my podcast. I will do. I will okay. do. <laughs> Wonderful. See, isn't that the most amazing thing? You meet one person, it's at six degrees of separation. Now we have just one or two degrees of separation. But exactly. tell us a little bit about Shark Tank and Survivor and your lingerie. Does that all come together at one point or are these parallel avenues that you're taking? I believe everything is connected even though that might not be my initial reason for doing it. I did Survivor because that was a personal interest of mine. It was this age-old question that you always ask yourself, what would I do if I was stranded on a desert island? How would I fare? I really love nature, and I've always been very curious, would I be able to survive just off of nature if left to my own devices? And that living on the island part was really the most interesting for me. Also, obviously, when I went there, I realized how much you put yourself out of your comfort zone and got such a high growth space that it really helps me in business and it helps me in life to accelerate and know myself better. You do a lot of self-reflection, which is mm -hmm. very, very healthy for growth. How long were you there? A friend of mine says, oh, we should do this. But then it seems like you need to pause your life for six months. The process does take quite a long time. Even if you're not, generally they shoot for around about a month. But you've got to prepare to be offline and not contactable and not also tell people where you're going to be. That becomes a bit tricky. I'm going to just disappear and make up some reason because there's a lot of NDAs that you've got to sign that only your direct family essentially can know. And like my boss when I went on the first time because I've been on twice, which is amazing. But it's the preparation before that, afterwards as well. It does take up a huge chunk of your life. It becomes a big, big focus. But definitely worth it. This was a, a life goal of mine. Any life goal is worth the, the time invested sure. in it. And also, you want to relish in it. You want to enjoy the moment. But the interesting thing is when you're there, time goes so, so slowly. Generally in life, time goes so fast. Just keeps passing. You're like, what? Friday already? Or Christmas? Where did, where did time go? But when you're in that moment, because you've got nothing to distract you, the hyper-focus, Three days feels like three weeks, so it takes a long time, but it's nice. I enjoy it because I've got a very natural, naturally positive disp disposition and because I really wanted to be there, even the hard things for me were enjoyable and a part of it. Survivor would not be Survivor if it wasn't challenging. What was the most so, challenging for you? Definitely the physical challenges. I'm not a super athletic, robust person pushing myself in those regards was challenging and also mm -hmm. not getting into your head and thinking I'm not good at this because you compare yourself to everybody else all the time here's these like athletes literally and you're going up against them sometimes you got to tackle them and you just gotta be brave another challenging part for me surprisingly was the social aspect of the game How? in my home in, in real life so social situations for the most part very very naturally to me I also realized this is because in real life, you choose who you surround yourself with. So like goes to like, you're of a similar frequency to people. And you don't have to hang out with people that are not on your vibe. Whereas Survivor is a huge mix of people. And everybody is not being their authentic self. 
because you're playing a game and you're holding your cards close to your chest. To have that connection, which comes quite naturally to me, wasn't there. And it was very difficult to connect with people and to trust people and to form alliances. That was it, it felt very uncomfortable because I wasn't used to this at all. That makes sense in a way because they say women are more trusting. It's about building relationships. And when you're in that game, you want to win. Everybody is there for the win because you have a goal. Then my being on Survivor then spurred me to go on to Shark Tank. Yeah, I'd already started my business. In fact, I wore my first ever bikini on the first season of Survivor that I went on to. It was terrible. <laughs> I literally was sewing it by hand, just in the car, on the bus there. Then I'd started Thursdays, and Shark Tank came available online. And my friends are like, Shona, you should enter Shark Tank. You've already been on TV. Why not? Okay, cool. Let me enter. I was feeling a lot more comfortable on camera than I was before. That went really well. It just spurred this love of entertainment for me. Now I'm actually starting my own reality show. <laughs> yeah it's very early stage essentially I just decided that I would wanted to do this I realize I'm a bit of a control freak I don't like necessarily how other people their intentions how it's done I want to be able to put together my message and my narrative Mm -hmm. in the way that I see it I've got a lot of insight to share with the world Mm -hmm. I, I, I often get told that people feel inspired Mm -hmm. Just by hearing my story or seeing what I do and how I just go for it. I'm a very action-orientated person. So I've got this beautiful, creative imagination that is on fire most of the time. I can feel it. So (laughs) many. And I love it. I'm very grateful to my parents because when I was growing up, I had a lot of freedom to play, to imagine. We had a big garden. We had a big playroom. And I was just playing all the time. And my imagination was never stopped. That has just continued in me in adult life. And I now approach life in a very creative problem-solving point of view. When you start your reality show, can we be participants? Yes, yes, everyone is a participant in my life, essentially. I wanted to show my journey as an entrepreneur, but in a fun way that also is educational. People can see like, okay, this is how Shona goes about it. And also that it's not so smooth sailing all the time and that there's steps behind things I just decided okay I'm gonna do this it was scary because there's this big thing you fear what other people think of you a lot I I, maybe not everybody but most people fear that it was scary for me to even say out loud for a while that I wanted to create my own reality show it sounded very self-indulgent even though that wasn't the space that it's coming from I had to get used to saying that telling my friends and seeing reactions and like almost ease into the idea of it. I also believe when you are intentional about doing something, the universe brings the opportunities in front of you. And it's up to you to recognize these opportunities and to act on them. And that is how you bring manifestation into life. I met this amazing woman. She is one of our role models for Thursdays. Um, I've got a whole lot of women who model my clothes and that I make clothes specifically for their body shape so that I can be as inclusive as possible but also get real people's feedback on fit and style Mm -hmm. she is a lecturer at a film school in Cape Town I was telling her oh do you mind if I film some of this whole model casting thing 
because I'm starting this reality show and I was just starting it myself, my cell phone. And she put me in touch with one of her students who's a cinematographer. Now when I have important things coming up, for example, actually today, I pitched for a million rand for my business. I'm hoping that goes well. I was practicing that pitch the same way that I practiced my Shark Tank pitch with my friends, that I could get grilled. I'm a very expansive thinker. I I have a lot of ideas. I've got a lot going on. I'm multiple things at once. By practicing my pitch to my friends, they said to me, shown it great, but these are the things that you need to focus on. You're getting distracted. You're going off on a tangent here. You can confuse people in this thing. Remember, these are your core focus areas. This is how you really land that message. Doing that practice beforehand really helps to get you prepared. But yeah, so I had my cinematographer come over and film that and true show in the style. I was still working on the presentation. It wasn't fully finished yet. I definitely wasn't dressed all nice for a pitch. This is the reality of the situation. It was just a practice that didn't actually matter. But it shows you that life is not always perfect. And it, not always our social media page mm-hmm. that we show up like, oh, look how beautiful I am yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a lot more that goes that goes into it. I, I hope that it just, that by watching me just go for things and do it, that it helps take some of that fear out of other people who have ideas and who are feeling inspired, but they stop themselves because they're worried about failing or looking silly or whatever. That's exactly what I kind of like discuss with other people you see all the beautiful instagram posts and everybody looks always picture perfect and everything is success 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 but how you get to that is sometimes like many detours and lots of sweat obviously when when i run a marathon on ironman you don't put any makeup on you look like yourself that's also the moment where i'm proud of myself but some people they always need to look perfect and is there ever a perfect moment? Well, the same thing with Survivor. You're on uh-huh. TV, HD as well. Oh my goodness, TV is HD these days. <laughs> and you're living like a homeless person on a beach. And there's nothing you can do about it. I made the biggest blunder in the start season because you don't have a mirror. You can't see what you look like. I thought I was going to wear my hair in two cute pigtails and it's going to be out of my face and it's going to be super... Practical? Uh, practical, but also I thought it was going to look good. I didn't see myself before. I did it. It looked good that morning as it, just before we left. And then I wore it for like, I don't know, six, seven, eight days. I looked terrible. <laughs> Watching myself on the TV and I knew how long I had this hairstyle. Shona, why didn't you take this out? So I always wear my hair down. Why would I change it for TV parents? This is what I do. It lasted for the longest time. It's hairstyle that really I didn't feel suited me also the tv puts on pounds as well oh goodness it's not flattering as well I would look much better with my hair down and when it came out I thought oh it looks nice and curly no 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 and then it comes down like it's been permed (laughs) this was me looking like a fool on tv and it really helped me get over that fear as well it wasn't that bad the only person who really cared was me. Everyone else was like, you don't look so bad. You look great, actually. It's just my own judgment of myself and my own criticism of myself, putting myself down, putting myself down. I realized that we are all our own biggest bully. We are our own biggest bullies and we are our biggest victim as well. 
absolute worst enemy. We need to actually change that narrative and we need to be our best friends. We need to use our best friends as our example. We need to treat ourselves like we would treat our best friends. Speak to ourselves like we would speak to our best friends. Look at ourselves like we are our best friends because we are. Your body and your mind and your spirit and your soul are the only things that are really there for you 100% of the time. Wow, so true. Thank you so much. I need to talk to my friend a little more, I guess. So happy that we connected with the real Shauna. And the next time we connect with the other real Shauna. Thank you so much for all the wisdom and great learning. Keep it going. Take it from the Iron Woman. We have episodes every Monday. We learn with people. We grow with people. And make sure to download or get the book. Take it from the Iron Woman. Global Business Coaching with Sports Parallels. 